Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Off Track with Hinch and Ross. How many red vines? There's too many. <laughs> six. Well, no, sorry. Like seven. You can have six, and then the seventh one is too many. That number many. seems low. I think it's got to be what? whatever comes in the case, like the one that you get is, at the movie theater. Is it's that like an 15? entire... 15. Do you have a do you, have you a just have like a bucket? Of no. red vines? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. There is so... <laughs> What is that? It's Costco, dude. Co- so, so okay. So when you watched episode four of 100 Days to Indy, you basically watched as if you were at the movie theater and you just brought red vines with you and you've been smashing them the entire time. No. Um, I, I just started smashing them to try and enjoy this process a little bit more. But now I'm starting to feel sick to my stomach. Yeah, they are primarily wax. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're like they're like to candy what Fireball is to alcohol. There's like antifreeze in it. People eat it without really liking it, and that's just what it is. Jenna, I've got to ask you. As um, I know, you're not a native Californian, but you live there now. We've had this debate on the show before. Are you, if you had the choice between? Red vines or Twizzlers, which way would you go? Neither. That's not an option. You're gonna like have to Twizzlers. Eat Twizzlers. Yeah, definitely yes. Twizzlers. Okay. Red vine. All right. That's trash. All right. Um, so <laughs> lives in California, but not a true Californian, like this serial killer psychopath in the top right corner here. Hey. God, red vines are terrible. You can't say that. That is a, that is a big container. He's still eating. Yes, he asked how many was too many, and he's had at least four since he asked that question. And my answer was six, and he's been he's been at it for a minute. Uh, all right, so we're here to recap episode four. Wow, um, can we agree? Banger, banger episode. Yeah, it was great. It was the best one yet. <laughs> I think sure. it was the best one by a significant margin. Like. I feel like they should just play that one. I went in. I <laughs> went repeat, in thinking like, over oh, over. man, I love, you know, I'm already invested in IndyCar. The show's not really made for me, but I, I want to check it out. And now, like, I am heavily emotionally invested in Liz Power's health. Like, I need so, her to get better. And I have spent zero time with that person. <laughs> like, I cannot wait like for Liz mom, to be like back in the track. Whole family. Yes, you're not wrong. Um, also, all right, sorry so, yeah. I was late. 
No, no, <laughs> not at all. Sorry that we're doing this when we're doing this. Uh, uh, Jenna, what over overarching feelings, thoughts, emotions after episode four? Uh, okay, one of the best episodes so far, for sure. Uh, I honestly, like once we actually got to the race, I was like, I don't even really care about the race. Like I want to know more about the people. <laughs> which is probably terrible, but yeah, it was very emotional. Like everything was sad. You know, there was like some sad, but like mostly sad, a little bit of happy, but yeah, very emotional. Love Will, love his whole family. Uh, Like you said, want to know more about his wife and even his mother-in-law. Like it was just, it was really, really cute and sad. Yeah. I, I, I know Will pretty well. I know Liz kind of, Um, but it they they make perfect sense for each other because will is is one of the honestly he's he's one of the most genuine but strange human beings on earth <laughs> and and liz is one of the most genuine but like regimented human beings on earth and it's just it's it's why they work and like i'm sure you all notice the evian water bottles in the bus mm-hmm. Like that's, that's Liz, like that's Liz's presence in, in Will's life. And it's just, it's, there's little nuggets of it everywhere in the show. Um, and I just, I love how open they were. I love how open Will was about, you know, his anxiety and everything. Like, I don't know that I knew that. Um, and I was already a massive willpower fan and now I'm just an even bigger one. So that's, that's my take on the episode. To have have a driver openly talk about contemplating quitting the sport, right? I mean, he he experienced some bad things, as some of us did, lost friends, you know, whatever it was, and saying like, "Yeah, no, like I thought about walking away, and the reason that I didn't was my wife, my partner." telling me, no, no, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what makes you happy. This is what's right for you. You should keep doing this. And admitting that you had that moment of not, you know, of, of uncertainty and then having somebody kind of step in and help guide you down a path that ultimately is what you should be doing and lead you to more success is incredible. And like the story of Will's, or I should say the story of Liz's part in Will's career, I think is just incredible it was so cool how it was laid out in this episode yeah I mean I agree like it was really cute you know because they said that she worked in PR and they met and what my favorite part was when they were on FaceTime and she was like oh I hate FaceTime like how I look but like you know she didn't even care that there were like literal cameras filming her she only cared (laughs) like how she looked for him which I thought was really cute and yeah it just seems like their relationship is very very you know special and they're like perfect for each other and it was a very sweet story we need we need more more Will and Liz I hope it's in the next episode too (laughs) I Um, agree something else they touched on which I know we were wondering how they were going to address it was the Dixon Pato stuff and that was I don't know. That was an unexpected little soundbite from Scott. I mean, Scott Dixon, his nickname is the Iceman. Jenna, this might be news to you, but like for a long time, Scott Dixon was known as the Iceman because you just like, you couldn't rattle him. He lived just here. Like he lived in the most middle of the road, emotional state when driving. And to see him get fired up and have a flat out disagreement with another driver about something like that is pretty rare. And I loved it. 
I frankly agreed with it. Like I, again, just with you see the replays of what happened in Long Beach and like, it looks like he just, I know this is not what Pato's doing. I'm not, I'm not accusing Pato of this, but like in the replay, it's like, he just targets it. He looks like a red shell in Mario Kart. <laughs> and it's like a straight line for Scott's car at the apex and Scott fires off and, and, and he keeps going. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it was cool to see that kind of, that kind of emotion, that kind of, confrontation right yeah but i just want to talk more about will you know (laughs) (laughs) sorry yeah that's on me i should have known yeah you you, you cut will off too quick there uh the 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 welcome or not the welcome but the like the start of the year team dinner and like that speech and then taking will's call or liz's call in the middle like i don't know i just (laughs) Jenna, you kind of texted the group chat uh, during it and being like, man, Will needs his own show. Everyone thought forever that Connor Daly needed his own show. We were all vastly mistaken. It is. It needs <laughs> to be. Yeah, I would still very much. For very like different reasons. Yeah, it would be yeah. a lot less wholesome. It, it, uh, you, you would have to go cable. Uh, yeah, for the well, daily Con- daily. Uh, Connor needs to read a book first. Oh no! Oh. I meant Will should write a book. Oh. <laughs> Will, Will has, has written a book. Has a book. Yeah. He wrote yeah. a book. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, What's his book. I, I hope it's not David, through David Malcher's words. I hope but... it's a novel. Yeah, I hope it's not even a ghost written. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a YA novel about a wizard that lives under a staircase. Uh, no, I think it's called like the which power is something to which is something, something that one hundred percent could come out of Will's mind. And way. I would read it. It would probably yeah. be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be another surprise from Will, you know. I like saw, I saw him today actually, and he was walking. And keep in mind, this is like setup day for practice for the Indy 500, and he was walking through in these ratty ass Adidas joggers and like a stained. <laughs> oh, dude, he white wears t-shirt. those all the time. That's I was his, like, like, that's his uniform. Is that is that Penske perfect right there? And he was like, ah, uh, off you. Like it doesn't matter, blah blah blah, and I was just like, "That's why you're my favorite person." So, so yeah. So, the the sheer force of willpower is the name of the book. It's on Amazon if you guys want to get it. And uh, yeah, Jenna, we're gonna send you a copy. It. Yeah, we, because of this. Um, I can't I, believe it. I'm he, the problem is, is he needs because it came out. It came out what two years ago, Alex? Something like that. No, it was 2019. It came out. Okay, so. Uh, Oh no! I think it was even earlier than that, or eighteen then. Twenty sixteen. So we all know I can't remember anything from two thousand sixteen. Unsurprisingly, (laughs) it's hard to just search willpower. uh, Yes, you have to be a a little more specific. But yes, he has won another championship and an eighty five hundred, and had a child since then, and been everything, been through everything that we just learned about in this episode in the past year. So we probably need like a sequel biography. Is that a thing? Has, has anybody done like an autobiography sequel? Because they like did yeah, the like first Rob one Lowe. almost. Yeah, too Rob early. Lowe has like three of them. <laughs> They're all great. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The other thing that was uh, very cool was the Ricardo Junco story. Um, yeah. You know, I think that I knew a little bit of the fact that he was this guy that kind of had the American dream and was trying to, to you know, make it in motorsports. But I didn't realize it was kind of from that dire of a situation in Argentina. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. And, and not just his story, but like, I mean, Jenna, let's get your take on this. You got a guy that moved from Argentina, Augustine Canapino, moves from Argentina to come race IndyCar, you know, he said about how his dad's dream was always to work in the U.S. His dad passed away from COVID during the pandemic. Now this guy, 32 years old, makes his IndyCar debut. He crash-coursed English and learned it in three months before the first race. Never really raced an open-wheel car and shows up, and he's got his first two races he finished in the top 12, including his first oval. Like, that's a crazy story. Yeah. It was crazy. Even like just hearing, you know, the start of it, because like, yeah, you know, I only had, you know, a little bit of money and I flew here to, you know, make it my dream. And then, yeah, once he, he said that his dad died, I was like, oh my gosh. And then it's like, I wonder if that was maybe like a driving force just to like go a hundred percent and just give it his all. But yeah, like an incredible story. It really made me uh, wonder what I'm doing with my life because <laughs> it is nowhere near what he has accomplished. It's all right. I so. can have a camera crew follow me for a day if you want to feel better about yourself. <laughs> I mean, I was now, also wearing uh, gross joggers at a, a stained white shirt today, so I don't know. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, if, if Will it's good enough for willpower, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm going to change for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. My favorite willpower story was after he won in 18, right? And we were all, yeah. The the infamous thing on the radio, you know, the yeah, show me respect, mother, you know, that that whole deal. We were at dinner and we're trying to figure out if that was real or not, because it was just going around on Twitter and nobody had uh like nobody had confirmed it yet. One one second, Hazel. And ran into him going into some after party and Marco was like, Hey, we saw this thing on Twitter. Was that real? And he was like, Oh no, no. I mean, yeah, I said it, but no. It was well if you said it, then it was real. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess it was real. <laughs> yeah, no, it was real. It was real. Hey, talk That's what about say. I was just kidding though. It was just a joke. But I think that shows the power of Indianapolis, right? Because he said it in that interview in the show. He said I had 
I've won more races than anybody in the last 15 years. I have more polls than anybody in history. But until you win the 500, you feel like you don't have respect to the same level as the people that win the 500. And that just shows you, man. I mean, the, the power of the Indy 500 is remarkable for a driver of that success level to feel like his career wasn't complete and his resume meant nothing until he had a 500 on it. That's saying something. I mean, that really, I think, underlines what this means to everybody, which Word. is why it's called 100 Days to Indy. <laughs> <laughs> and not it's 100 Days here. to the Championship. Well, it is almost here. here. So where do we think they're going to go from here? Because this is this was four out of six, right? We got right. So it's know. you know I mean, we've been we've been basically doing we've been basically doing a race uh, a week, right? So so I think no, I, I can I, think I can definitely you're tell the you next one. I will be in yeah I will be the next one. Um, so we'll see we'll see. We went wakeboarding, wakeboating, yeah. wake surfing. Um, there was some comical, there were some comical one-liners that came out. Um, so yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see what they publish, see what they don't. I'm just glad I got right. away with Texas. <laughs> what do you mean? Got away with Texas. You don't My think they're going to show that interview? Well, they might. I think they <laughs> probably will. If they're going <laughs> to focus probably on you. Will. <laughs> they probably like, will. Cause, cause they yeah. kind of tried to make it look like Roma flew himself to Barber and that was not the case. That was to Texas. No, that was to St. Pete. Oh, they but they already showed that footage. Oh, they reused that footage. Yeah. Wow. I mean Crafty. that that is Television. that is my that is when my my one criticism of Hundred Days to Indy so far is every episode does not need to replay the McLaughlin Grosjean crash at St. Pete. Well, I get why they did it here because it almost happened again. It was yeah, it was McLaughlin and Grosjean for the win again. So I do I do totally understand that. And again, I think we're universally in agreement that this was the best one yet. Yes. Um, okay, but so, okay, Jenna, I got a question for you. Uh, just keeping up with our trend now of picking your most and, and more importantly, least favorite drivers from each episode. I, um, yeah, so we, we really, right. So, so we, we got to know Will. He was kind of the only like new news story. We saw a bit I more McLaughlin. Sorry, actually, sorry, I take that back. You're 100% correct. So we it got introduced to Canapino and to Power. Um, you still saw a tidbit of, of, of McLaughlin, tidbit of Pato, a little bit of Dixon. It was like a Dixon interview. I don't know if you guys picked up on that, right? Like we saw the little thing in the autograph session of them fighting. We saw a clip of the, the post-race interview that he gave of like, hey, I guess if that's how a race, he gloves off, whatever. But there was like a Scott sitting... Mm -hmm in probably his house being interviewed confessional, but it was only like one line from him. So that means there's an entire Scott interview in the can that I hope is coming out at some point. But I want to, I want to, I want to see an Emma interview. <laughs> if we had to pick, I don't know. If I, that's maybe, I would maybe love an Emma interview. Maybe it happens. We don't know. But <laughs> so between, let's just say between Canapino and power, who are you pulling for this season so far based on that, Jenna? I am team will until I die from here on oh, out. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sorry. So you dead to head. Alex, so sorry. Alex I die. and Will are going at it. Last lap of the 500. <laughs> who are you Who are you pulling for there? Well, sorry, what did you say? If, if it comes down to Alex and Will, both pulling for the win. Last lap of the 500. Okay, well, I'm going to vote for, well. <laughs> wow. 
the power is, of this show. I haven't seen uh, anything about Alex yet in the show. How do I know who he really is? I don't know anything about him. I'm going to start drinking Evians. <laughs> what I've learned. No, I actually, I, I'm such a fan. I have that same sweatshirt, Alex. So, you know, you know, I'll, I'll be rooting for you. Wait, I want but then I also want Will on the podium too. So did he send you that sweatshirt or did you buy no, it? No, I purchased the store? it. Wow. I bought it from okay. the store. All right. You're a yeah. fan then. That counts. To be fair, when you bought it, you didn't know yet about Will Power. So we'll see what she's wearing on race day. If she gets any <laughs> Penske merchandise between now and then. Totally understand if you do. Uh, okay. So bring my book to get signed. So we, we heard about we heard about we 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 knew about the the McLaughlin New Garden battle in in uh, week one, and you thought that Scott was the scary one and Joseph was the happy go lucky guy. Uh, episode two was Pato and Colton, and I feel like you you were a you were Team Pato on that one, right? Yeah. Right. Episode three. I forget who we had an episode. Who's episode? Graham three? and MSR. Oh, Graham and MSR, which obviously great. I mean, Graham, right? Like the most relatable, not relatable guy in racing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, Pennsylvania and, guy. And now, right now, now, <laughs> now you've got uh, <laughs> Augustine, Canapino, Will Power, your team power. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking the roster that you're building up. It's quite an eclectic group of drivers that each episode you're sort of leaning into. Uh, okay. So we know that, uh, guys. I'm excited. I mean, this the show's getting better and better. Indy's coming up. We're almost there. The stress of qualifying, everything that's coming up that we're going to be featured in the next episode, I think, is going to be lights out. Like really explaining what is happening in qualifying, and then obviously building to the 500. Uh, Jenna, on a scale of one to ten, what's your excitement level for episode five? Eleven. Yeah. Oh. That's because not, we might get to see Alex. That's not the scale. It was the one that did the scale went to 10. Um, no, no. That's yeah, but I said 11. Okay, fine. 10. It, not, you know what? Nine and a half now. Yeah. I, Tim, you're ruining viewership for us. You're my part. It. I've, I've, talked, I've talked many times about how I struggle to watch things that are racing related. I'm not kidding you. Episode four made me like almost a car fan as a kid at heart again like it was just really cool i thought all of the storylines were amazing the barber race was good it's it's it is interesting that that like the race plays a pretty big role in how you know the episode goes you know texas yeah. was a banger st pete was a banger long beach was a little bit like eh. and barber was a great race as well so it just goes to show um the indycar ultimately has the best on-track product to um, complement the off-track personalities where everyone falls in love with Will Power. Mm -hmm. Everyone yep. enjoys looking at Joseph's chest. Sure and um, yeah. everyone just has a lot of relatable things to think and say about Graham Rahal. So uh, that's <laughs> that's episode four. And uh, you can catch us next week for uh, episode number five. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We're at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter individually, I'm at Hinchtown. He's Alexander Rossi. And if you want to follow Fim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. 
follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. Off Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean Finn. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.